All right, here we go. Great. Hey there, I'm Nick. I'm in my 20s trying to figure out life and what faith has to do with it. I've got a lot of questions, probably very similar to the ones you've got. But here's the thing. I'm looking for a better answer, and it's difficult to find someone who can help. So I'm bringing on Kyle, a mentor of mine, who's going to help me find a better answer. You do have to toast the Ezekiel bread. Like, you don't want to eat it plain, just as a warning. So Ezekiel bread is boring without being toasted? Yeah. As a fan of Ezekiel bread, you want you want to toast it. Okay. Even if you make a sandwich, you want to toast that bread. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's a weird warning. Um, hey, everybody. Welcome back to A Better Answer, where we're asking Kyle what he had for breakfast, and shocker, he had Ezekiel bread with peanut butter. Yeah. Uh, but guess what I just learned? You can't eat it unless you toast it. Well, you can. You just don't want to. Okay. Yeah. That's, I mean... Uh, it's the kind of food that's better if you cook it. You're kind of unselling me on the no, thing. No, no, I'm I just mean, telling you how to do it I am do still waiting on my free loaf of Ezekiel bread. <laughs> <laughs> In 2023, it's going to happen. Okay. I don't know if it's oh, really? going to be January or December, or December <laughs> but it's going to happen. Okay. Hey, I'm waiting. I, yeah. My friend made some peanut butter toast and sent me a picture yeah. and said, Kyle inspired me. <laughs> Yes, changing was, lives. I don't know if it was Ezekiel bread. And after hearing That's this okay. episode, just I don't, get started with any kind of bread. Okay, bread and peanut butter. What is that even, guys? Do you hear this? Just get started with any kind of bread, and when you're ready, do you know what that is? You can move on to Ezekiel bread. That's grace. Okay, that's grace. <laughs> <laughs> well, wonderful. Uh, it's nine thirty. Oh, well, now it's nine fifty-six because we're starting late. Um, we've never done a podcast this early, so I no, I don't feel tired. Do you feel? T- I actually do feel tired. I don't think I sound tired. Yeah, you don't sound tired at all. Thank you. So you think I sound great? Yeah, wonderful. Awesome. Okay, I'm Nick, and this is Kyle. Yep. There you go. <laughs> um, Kyle, today I'm, I'm feeling kind of pumped about talking about, like, gifting. Okay. I think Let's it's it. an awesome topic for people to think about, what am I gifted at? How yeah. do I find out what I'm gifted in? How do I name it? Are there is there a finite category list that mm-hmm. I have to pick from? That or that God has, or is there uh, wildly expansive, unending, like word cloud <laughs> that I can build about who I am? And how do you discern between a gift or a skill, or what somebody has told you that you're taking as truth, and really you're just building a, uh, a like a fake image of yourself that's holding you back? Yeah, those are great questions. Uh, let's start with this. I believe that every person has gifts. Okay. Okay. Beautiful. Um, gifts that are meant to be used in their fullest expression Yeah. for the work of God's kingdom, okay. meaning like the things that he wants to have happen in the world are happening, yeah. the advancement of people knowing him, yeah. um, justice, yeah. uh, equity, um, poor being loved and served and poor in spirit being loved and served. People have lots of money, but are sad and, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. don't have joy and all that stuff. That's, yeah. that's, that's the fullest expression of your gifts being used. And when they're used in that way, you'll be most satisfied. Okay. 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 But I want to start with the idea that most, <clears throat> um, not just most people, but everybody has gifts. Yeah. Because in different circles, I'll talk about gifts in the Bible, which there's a lot of, a lot of stuff about gifts in the New Testament. Um, so if you want to, you know, a follow up to this episode, just go to, 
your favorite Bible website or whatever mm-hmm. and just do a word search on gifts and start looking in Romans, looking uh, First Corinthians has lots about it. Right. Um, but different circles in Christianity will say like, oh, some people are gifted, mm-hmm. but not everybody. Right. And yeah. there's places you can find lists of gifts. Yeah. I just want everybody listening to know, I believe everybody has a gift. Hmm. Okay. Um, now you might, and when I say everybody, I, I really mean everybody. Because you might not even believe in <clears throat> Jesus, but you still have a gift. Yeah. Okay, so Romans eleven twenty nine, first Bible verse to look at for the day. It says, for God's gifts and his call are irrevocable. Ooh. Ooh. What do you think that means? God's gifts and his call are irrevocable? Are irrevocable. Essentially, what I hear is God provides gifts and with those, a calling of some sort, and that cannot be removed. It can't be. Yeah. yeah. That's so, kind of cool. Uh, it means that you can never follow God. Yeah. But you can still be gifted by him. You, you might right, never use right. those gifts for the purpose right. he intended. You might be the world's greatest evangelist ever. Yeah. Never know God and make millions of dollars in sales. Right. Because you're right. using that gift. Yeah, totally. That for sense. a different purpose. Yeah. Um, it also means as a by the way... You might have a gift of teaching, of explaining the Bible, and you might be doing that exceptionally well hmm. as you're not even following God right. and living a life that's like horribly off base yeah. from the gospel. So think about like famous <clears throat> Christian people who you see who are exposed as like, what the heck? How? Mm-hmm. I've been listening to your teaching person yeah. X, you know, insert right. whoever in your mind who you're like, that person fell from grace. Mm, they were yeah. exposed as a as a fraud. Yeah. And a lot of times it'll go like, well, well what do you do with their teaching? Because it was, you know, people are like, it was really impactful to me. And yeah. I always say, the person isn't their teaching. The gifts are given mm. um, without repentance. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So they're irrevocable. That teaching can still be legitimate, even though that person That's a very wasn't. merciful way to look at it. Yeah. That is like definitely counter- what I hear in culture a lot right Yeah. Right now, you know, I think in today's age, you know, you hear a lot about cancel culture and such. And so it's like, okay, that's, I mean, I don't know. I don't even know what to do that. I think, that, I think that's really interesting how you can take their gifts and go, that's worth something because it was God given. Yeah. And remove the part that was, let's just say evil yeah. perhaps, and then still keep the thing that was from God. Yeah. Okay. I think that's what we have to do with all of our lives, okay. you know, cause like yeah. I'm not perfect. Right. Are you perfect? Um, no. Okay. So if someone discovers <laughs> a place where I'm not perfect and then go, yeah. oh, I guess none of anything you right. ever taught is, is worth anything. You're like, well, it's, yeah, that's true. Please yeah. separate me from totally. the word of God that he might deliver to you through totally. me. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. the, uh, uh, we hide these treasures in jars <clears throat> of clay. Yeah. There's yep. another, another thing that Paul writes. Right. Right. And it's the idea of like, there's something amazing, but it's hidden in this earthly, yep. Yep. common, mm-hmm. easily breakable yeah, thing called me right. and called you. So, yeah. the point the point one about gifts would be you have a gift, and you've always had this gift. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, if you're interested in what might my gift be, you can just look at your life and go, what are the things that the place where I'm exceptionally able to just make progress or lean in or yeah, yeah, that I just love to do and am good at. Yeah. Yeah, You know, there's some things that totally. I love to do that I'm not good at. I go, well, I'm probably not gifted in those things. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. love to sing in my car. Mm-hmm. I'm terrible at singing. 
<laughs> so I'm not a gifted singer. <laughs> Can we play the uh, audio clip of that? <laughs> yeah. Uh, there are audio clips. I have sung on stage before. Oh, that's yeah. Fine. I think I was teaching about humility. Like, okay, just just go for it. Dang, Here you yeah. go. And that's I love that because, like you were talking about perfection, it's so easy to. Everybody has like this uh, temptation to build a perfect image. Yeah. And the the only way to remove that is to be honest and to take steps to remove it of like, hey, look at my brokenness, which is hard, you know? Yeah. So <clears throat> with giftings, and the reason I bring this up is because in, in my, um, <clears throat> we have a group of people that come over every Thursday and I was meeting with a guy on, on Friday and there seems to be some movement of people figuring out like, oh, I think this might be a place that I'm gifted in. Yeah. And it's, it's funny how it comes also with the cost of insecurity of like, <clears throat> being gifted in this makes me perceived by the world in this way. Mm-hmm. Here's an example. Like I'm, I'm personally um, gifted in guiding, guidance, comforting, empathy, um, mm-hmm. listening, helping somebody take a step from where they are to the next step, even if it's painful. Mm-hmm. And to the world, that can look very weak because yeah. it's gentle. Uh and that does come with some insecurity in me. There, are, there have been conversations in my head I've had with God of like, why did you make me this way? Mm-hmm. Why didn't you give me a louder voice? Why didn't you make me taller? Why didn't you, et cetera, mm-hmm. et cetera. And all, every single time I ask that question, I'm reminded by God and by my wife and by my friends, like because, <laughs> because the way God's wired you, you're capable of doing this far better than I can. Yeah. So. Okay. I would say, I think what you're hitting at is true for most people is that there'll be a block around your gift Hmm. that you've got to fight through. Okay. Um, I think I mentioned this before, even on this podcast, like one of my gifts I now understand to be teaching. Yeah. Well, I didn't want to teach anybody anything. Mm. I was wildly self-conscious and didn't want to, Oh wow! you know, I was the kid who turned red in class when the teacher called on me to answer a question in front of 15 other kids. It's like, everyone's (laughs) looking at me, you know, I hated that. Mm -hmm. And so there was, there was work to do to get around the block to be able to be fully me and my, and my gifting, which I don't think I even am yet. Mm. You know, I think that's a lifelong thing, but I, I would imagine for most people li- listening, the starting spot is just to go like, am I gifted? And just believe you do have a gift, even if you don't know what it is right now. Yeah. You do. Yeah. Here's here's my proof text for you. This is 1 Corinthians 12. It's talking about gifts and it says that they come from the Holy Spirit. So mm-hmm. I'm going to kind of pick and hit, hit some mm-hmm. verses around here. Yeah. If you want to follow up, read all of 1 Corinthians 12 and 13 and 14, as it by the way. <laughs> It'll take you all of 15 minutes. You're yeah. going to spend more time than that on TikTok today. So don't worry about it. Okay? <laughs> this will be, be far more profitable. That's good. First Corinthians 12, 4. There are different kinds of gifts, but the same spirit distributes them. Okay? So that means gifts come from the Holy Spirit. Okay. I'm going to skip to verse 7. Which we talked about last week. So that's kind of... Wait, yep. Sorry. It'll, whatever. This is two weeks after. Sorry. Two weeks after. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. Recently. Okay. Skip to verse 7. Now to each one... The manifestation of the spirit is given for the common good. So to each one, okay. Yeah. I'm going to skip to verse 11. And in between, by the way, he 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 Paul like describes <clears throat> some examples, which I'll read in just a second. But yeah. I'm going to skip to verse verse 11 because we're talking about do yeah. I have a gift? That's right. the question. Right. 11. All these are the work of one and the same spirit, and he distributes them to each one, hmm. just as he determines. To each one means everyone. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So you have 
a gift, even if you don't know what it is. Yeah. And in between these, he gives this like list of examples. So jumping back to verse eight, to one there is given through the spirit a message of wisdom, to another a message of knowledge by means of the same spirit, Mm -hmm. to another faith by the same spirit, to another gifts of healing by a spirit, to another miraculous powers, to another prophecy, to another distinguishing between spirits, to another speaking in different kinds of tongues and to another interpretation of tongues. These mm-hmm. are the works of one in the same spirit. He distributes mm-hmm. to eat them to each one just as he determines. And other spots, by the way, there's like, those are like a real spiritually like, oh, a gift of healing. Yeah. Oh, or miraculous powers. Right. That's pretty cool. Right. There's other places where it talks about gifts of much more common things like teaching, hospitality. Right administration mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> like stuff that's like yeah. oh that's a little bit more practical <laughs> yeah, things that we can see in this world yeah yeah and yeah. they're all they're all gift sets given by god and again in verse seven for the common good that's the purpose mm. okay okay well then how do i find mine the way you find yours um, is a couple step process one think about what's the thing that you are uncommonly I, I'll say this way. What's the thing that comes to you easier than most people Yeah, that people walk up to you and they go, Hey man, that was, I don't know how you did that, but that mm-hmm. was, mm-hmm. that was really good. Or that was really helpful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for some people, it's just like, it's organizing again, administration is a right spiritual gift. Right. Right. <laughs> so are you good at organizing stuff and you just naturally are able to walk into a place that's disorderly if it's a closet, yeah. if it's yeah. a work environment, if it's a team structure or a process of getting something done and mm-hmm. you're able to create mm-hmm. order. Right. Well, I'm here to tell you that's a spiritual <clears throat> gift yeah. that the church needs, not like corporate you know, church, but like the church in order to father the gospel and reach more people and bring the kingdom on earth, it needs like, that gift yeah. in motion. Totally. Um, Somebody else might be teaching. Like, oh man, when you the way you said that, it just made sense. It's never made sense before. People said that to you. Yeah. They said that to me. That's how I was like, mm-hmm. oh, mm-hmm. maybe I'm supposed to talk to people. Well, that's terrifying. <laughs> you know? Yeah, interesting. Um, that's yeah. That's look for that thing. So okay, so what is that for you? For me, so I was thinking, and I was going to say, what's you have to be uh, intentional when you do this what kyle's saying because you have to remove some filters of like what do you want your gift to be versus what's actually showing up as your gift yeah and for me that would be um like people would like come up to me all the time and they would ask for help like can you help me figure out this problem like Mm -hmm. walk let's walk through it and at the end of it they would leave um very uplifted and they would say uh usually something like you're you're very wise or thank you for your wisdom mm-hmm. which always felt weird to me um and so that that just happened a ton like mm. a ton of times and so i finally got to a point of like okay maybe i've been gifted in like wisdom or discernment or like i said guiding mm-hmm. so that's what helped me figure that out mm-hmm. um and then on the other hand like i've always i, I love like making stuff whether yeah. it's digital or physical or like whatever it is it's really it's really fun to like see something complete and people would affirm that as well they're like oh you're really creative and i'd be like i don't know like what are you looking at that's because you know as yourself you're like right. I'm, I'm just kind of being myself here but um so that was affirming as well like people would come up and go hey that that thing is really special i guess yeah. so yeah. yeah they're like wow I love, I love what you did there yeah i would have never thought about that yes. yeah yeah i'll say this too because it's worth it um I think everybody's gift set is unique to them and it's a blending yeah. of different things together and right. you can get a little bit too 
boxed in when you think about like, oh, I am a this. Right. Therefore, I am the same as the other 750 million people on the earth who have that gift. Yeah. No, you're meant to operate a little bit differently. So there's going to be pieces of different gifts that you have that add up to something unique for you. That's kind of how I think about it. Yeah. So go like, yeah, you, you know, you, you have that ability to be empathetic and comforting, Mm -hmm. give, Mm -hmm. give wisdom. Yeah. And you have a way to do it in a fresh, like creative problem solving, yeah, yeah. make something new right. way. Right. Those are those kind of add together to, right. to your your gift. Yeah. And I, I strongly believe that wherever you are, that gift is for the people around you. Yeah. Whether that's at your work, maybe you have a group of friends. And I understand there's a lot of things to overcome to like kind of practice that gift in a way or overcome insecurity like Kyle, Kyle and I have been talking about. But I really very strongly believe that if you're gifted in something, it's because God placed you in a place with people who need it. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Well, and it's I'll say too, you typically you devalue the gift that you have, like your primary gift yeah. set, whatever it is. Totally. You, you, the temptation is to devalue that and to elevate another one as the best, quote unquote, the best, and want right. want that gift set. Right. And a lot of a lot of the work to do with gifts is to say, how can I be fully embracing of who God's made me to be mm-hmm. and not judge myself <laughs> yeah, and not yeah. want the other thing. You know, I think that's, that's for a lot of people that can be a, a challenge, mm-hmm. but I'll say in the Bible, there <clears throat> is no hierarchy of gifts. Right. It's not like this one's the best. Right. And this one's the, the least best. Yeah. And in fact, there's, we keep reading in first Corinthians 12. It's the next thing Paul addresses He's, he he does the metaphor of a body. So you've ever heard people talk about like the body of Christ, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Which is like the picture of the church, all of us working together. It's like a body. There's lots of different parts. And right. um, you're made to be the part that you are. So 1 Corinthians 12, 12, just as, just as a body, though one has many parts, but in all its many parts form one body. So it is with Christ, right? So he's like, mm-hmm. we, we've, all, we've all got a, a thing we're supposed to be. And what he says is like, uh, he says the foot, this is verse 15. Now the foot should say, because I'm not a hand, I do not belong to the body. Yeah. You know, it's like, which is a dramatic right. way of going like, I don't even belong here because <laughs> I'm a foot, not a yeah. hand and <laughs> hands are so much better. Uh, would it not for that reason, stop being part of the body? So he says like, it, uh-huh. if you uh-huh. reject who you are, yeah, you stop functioning as part of the body. If, the, right. if, if right. a foot was like, I need to be a hand right. I, and I'm not, so I don't belong. Right. Well, great. You just, you're not helping anybody yourself. Yeah. Anybody yeah. else. And now we're missing a foot. Yeah. So now we can't move anywhere. Mm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Foot, feet are supposed to move us. Right. And then he goes in 16. And if the ear should say, because I'm not an eye, I do not belong to the body. Would it not be for that reason? Would it not stop being part of the body? Again, you go like, what's yeah. an ear do? Yeah. Well, an ear is just amazing at picking up what's happening right now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. But what would happen if the ear was like, I don't, I don't want to listen. I just... I want to be an eye to see where to go. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. Well, that's the more valuable thing. People right. with vision. Yeah. I don't want to be a hearer. I want to be a visionary. Right. Everyone's right. be a visionary. Yeah. Well, actually, we, we need some ears. Right. Just to go totally. like, well, well <laughs> where are we? You know what's yeah. happening? Right. So anyway, he, he puts that in there to go like, you have a unique gift set and one's not better than the other. Mm-hmm. And, in, and in fact, he, he goes on here in other places to say the parts of the body that we devalue are actually the most valuable ones to God. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So, and the parts that we value the most, he he actually values the least, which mm-hmm. 
can I tell you as a as a teacher who's on stages and teaches people and gets celebrated, I I hear that very sober mindedly. I'm yeah, like, right. great. <laughs> Guess what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's a right. it's a way that uh, being celebrated here and now in this life. Yeah. Cannot go to my head. Yeah, like, this yeah. is so temporary. Yeah. Interesting. And what I know is I I'm just planning on being less celebrated yeah. in heaven. <laughs> because everybody knows who I am. Oh dang. So that just means, you know. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, Kyle. Do you do you mean to like give you a <laughs> quick clap of you know, round of applause? No, okay. no, no, no. I'm good. I'm, I'm just good. kidding. I'm good. Um so what's interesting about that is it sounds like even as you are listening and considering your own gifts, um, it's they're meant to be used in the context of other gifts. Yeah. Which is, I don't know, I think, I think that's kind of cool. Yeah. I think that um, is hard to find. Uh-huh. Like I think about my friends and like Sarah is exceptionally good at hosting people, like welcoming them in, in a way that like I couldn't do by myself because while she's doing that, I'm worrying about, logistics of like is that in place is that in place and yeah. that and then she'll take care of them when they come in and then but then it shifts like when when they need guidance or like a listening ear to walk through something then yeah. i can step in and she can just simply help and be part of that you know yeah. so it's like the gifts work together yes um which can i can i say yeah. something about that yeah one of the things that christians do to each other is they inadvertently make the expectation that we're all supposed to be gifted in everything. Yeah. <laughs> and it's I like, that, yeah. oh. right. now what the Bible says is there's, there's baseline <clears throat> uh, capability you need to have across a variety of things, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, example in Hebrews, maybe the start of four or six. Yeah. It's an even number, I'm pretty yeah. sure, but I, like yeah. 53% sure. Anyway, <laughs> there's a place where it says, you know, you all ought to be teachers by now. But, and he goes on, like, you know, you're, you're still grappling with basic stuff. Right. But you should all be teachers by now. He's talking yeah. to, to everybody. Yeah. You go like, well, but there's other places in the Bible where it says <clears throat> some people are called to be teachers and mm-hmm. gifted to be teachers. Mm-hmm. And why is he saying everybody? Yeah. And the reason would be, would be because everybody's meant to have a baseline of being able to teach and explain yeah. spiritual principles and reality to people. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but some people are gifted in it. Mm-hmm. And the danger would be, same as hospitality, right? We're meant to have a baseline level of somebody comes up to us. It's unacceptable for anybody who follows Jesus to be like, sorry. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Uh, You seem really hungry and thirsty, but like, I'm just not good at hospitality. So like, (laughs) knock on the next door, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Not acceptable. Right. Um, But that doesn't mean we're all going to be gifted in it. And yeah, I mean, this is some of the painful stuff early on in my marriage is I expected Sarah to be gifted in all the stuff I was. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And if she, when she wasn't, I was like, well, you're, you know, yep. this is an outage. Right. Like, no. Right. Uh, I was talking to somebody who is making a discipleship school here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And my, my biggest piece of advice was don't make a program in which you must be gifted yep. in every single thing. Mm-hmm, don't mm-hmm. make the gifted program. Right. It's not true. Right. right. <laughs> make make the baseline capability program. Right. And people will discover their giftings as part of that and they'll go above and beyond and they'll be gifted in the area where they are. But mm-hmm. um, you don't need to be gifted in everything. Yeah. You just need a baseline functional right. level and yeah. most of it. As a reminder, we are both married to someone named Sarah. So Yeah, that's true. <laughs> when you hear us talk about Sarah, yeah. uh, we're probably talking each individually about our own wives. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, I'm just imagining someone new listening to me talk about Sarah, and then you say these. Um, so I have one more question, and I want to end with some sort of challenge. Okay. Are there, if any, any repercussions to never using your gifts for for God? Yeah. And just using them for whatever. Yeah. I think about where Jesus said, um, I came that you may have life and have it to the full. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the downside of never using your gift for the purpose mm-hmm. that God made it for is you'll never experience that life. Mm. When you use your gift for the purpose God intended it, yeah. that is when you'll experience the abundant life. Why? Because you'll see abundant fruit and abundant results and abundant yeah. Yeah. joy and satisfaction in, in yourself. I and mean, part of the reason we were created in the original intent was satisfaction from mm-hmm. our labor. Mm-hmm. And your gift is going to be a labor that you do, and you'll be most satisfied when you're getting the results from it. So that's the downside is if you never use it for the purpose he intended, you'll never experience that abundant life okay. of satisfaction. But but the example you gave was somebody who has the gift of, say, evangelism or teaching, yeah. and they use it for making millions in sales. And you're telling me that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's go back to that. That doesn't sound satisfying. No, no, no. Well, in some, in some cases, I mean, there's a, there's a gift of generosity. That's yeah. one of the gifts called out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do you know what you need to be able to do to give extravagantly generously? Make extravagantly. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So in, in no way, shape or form does, okay. am I intending at all to say, yeah. Man, the fullest extent of you using your gift is go to work for a church. Yeah. No. Right. Please don't. Most of us shouldn't. Yeah. That the, we need more people out making lots of money. Absolutely. That's totally great. Absolutely. So we can give yeah. that money to people who need it, and it can change their lives. That's totally. that, that's huge. Um, but if you're that person, if you have that that gift, and you're like, man, I'm just amazing at sales. Incredible. Stay in sales. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Keep doing it. But please look for places in your life yeah. where people need convinced of a better answer to the name of this podcast yeah, because yeah. you're going to be the one who convinces them and sells them on, mm-hmm. hey, you've tried everything else. Why not try Jesus? Yeah, He's worked for me right. and for billions of people throughout history. Right. Maybe just maybe to work for you. Let me help you. Yeah. Right. Like that's, right. please use the gift for that also. Right. Right. That makes sense. Okay. Um, I kind of want to end with a challenge. So, Go for it. Okay. When you, whoever you are listening right now, glad you're here. Glad you want to figure out your gifts. Um, so here's what I think you should do. Get a piece of paper or a journal or your phone. If you use your phone, put on Do Not Disturb. And then just sit there for like 10, 10 minutes. This is, by the way, this could be a two-year two year long process. At least it was for me. <laughs> it took me a long time before I actually landed on what my gifts were. And it's still frustrating because I don't know the fullest extent of them, et cetera, et cetera. So be patient. But just start the conversation now. So get a piece of paper sit down and just invite God into it, ask him to help you. And then just think, mm-hmm. where have people stepped into your life and gone, hey, you're really good at that. That's exceptional. Or just kind of called out something in you. Yeah. And take those 10 minutes to think about it. And then even analyze it yourself and go, where have I seen that happen? Yeah. Do you have anything to add to that? If you're somebody who goes like, no one's ever celebrated me for anything, mm-hmm. which I've met some people like that. Yeah. Like, well, I've never been celebrated. I must not have a gift. Mm. Uh, I just, again, want to say, you do. Yes. Whether it's ever been recognized or not, right. you have Absolutely. a gift. And Absolutely. the piece I'm going to leave with you is just that. You have it. And if you ask God to reveal it to you and to put it into use for the sake of his kingdom, he will. Yes, Absolutely. 
Once you find yours, help someone else. Yeah. There All you right. Go. I think that's it. Sweet. All right. We love you guys, and we will see you next week. Bye.